When facing a family law matter, it can feel like an overwhelming and never-ending court process. It's vital to know that things will look better on the other side if you hire legal counsel with the skill and compassion to help. It's Stangy Law Firm. We represent clients in difficult family law matters every day. Visit FamilyLawRepresentation.com to schedule your consultation. That's FamilyLawRepresentation.com. Stangy Law Firm, here to help you rebuild your life. Stangy Law Firm has an office in Wichita. Kirk Stangy, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450 Clayton, Missouri. This is episode 38 of OutlanderCast with Mary and Blake. People disappear all the time. Most are found. Eventually. Disappearances, after all, have explanations. Usually. Outlandercast with Mary and Blake. It's a podcast dedicated to the show Outlander on Stars. Welcome, I'm your host, Mary Larson. My name's Blake, and I am so grateful. Are you saying that with tears in your eyes? Tears coming down my eyes, my, my voice is, is, is failing a little bit, and I feel like I'm back, and she's back, we're back, Outland is back, we're, we're all back together again. We are, and I hope all of you are just as excited as us, because... Season two is coming, and it's coming quick. And the funny thing is, is that this is actually the first official podcast episode for season two. It is. Us. You're right. This is the first official one. So welcome to season two, everybody. Yes. Welcome, and welcome, welcome. And for those welcome. of you who are joining us brand new, mm-hmm. Blake and I always cover each and every single episode. We have wonderful interviews, but one thing I need to let you know is that Blake is not a book reader. No, I'm not. And I do not plan to read the books at all. And I just need to remind everybody this because, of course, we're going to be talking about the trailer. And Blake has written some blog posts about the trailer and his thoughts about it. And, of course, we're going to be talking about it. So this podcast episode is spoiler-free. I, of course, know what happens (laughs) being a book reader. But that's something that we really cherish about this podcast is that we really want to make sure that it is a show-based podcast about Outlander, the show. Mm -hmm. So those of you who know what happens and and who knows what some of these scenes mean i love you i'm right there with you (laughs) but we do not uh you won't hear me say that and those of you who have no bloody idea what's going on join the party join blake (laughs) and the funny thing is is a lot i can't tell you how many people have come up to me and said blake why don't you just read the books? Blake, are you going to read the books? Blake, are you going to do the books? Blake, why why won't you read the books? Why are you choosing to not read the books? And, you know, to be honest, I choose to not read the books because I am allowing this story to be told to me by Ron Moore. And that's what's most important to me. I was introduced to Outlander via the television show, and I want that to remain the same. I don't want the books to inform my opinions or my decisions or my likes or dislikes or uh, or like if, for example if knowing one thing uh that, that's that's about to happen right now like in the series mm-hmm. but it doesn't make sense until you know like three books later like oh okay i get it now well, that that shouldn't apply to me. Well, and I think, as I was saying earlier, it's just something that this is the stance that we're taking on this podcast. Right. So I just I just wanted to let everyone know that there are some really awesome Outlander podcasts out there that do go into wonderful spoiler territory. Right. right. So if if you get surprised that we're not discussing everything that is known to the book reader world. That is why. So I just wanted to make sure everyone understood that. Anyway, so this trailer that we're talking about dropped on February 11th of this year. That's right. And it was a surprise. A complete surprise. No, there was 
no announcement about it by stars. There was no like the the latest trend that you're seeing, especially for movies, is teasers for teasers. Like they'll they'll put out a, a small teaser, like a 15 second saying the teaser for Batman versus Superman. Uh, you know, Dawn of Justice is coming out in two days. Check out the first 15 seconds. It's like that's what's happening lately. Uh, but we didn't get any of that. Mm-hmm. We didn't get any of that at all for this. And uh, and there was even there wasn't even like any hint of the of the trailer coming out. It just dropped. And my God, when they dropped it, they dropped an enormous freaking bomb. I, I, we'll get into this in a little we bit. Will. But it, it, an enormous bomb. And if you haven't seen the trailer yet, please stop the podcast right now <laughs> and go to uh, Outlander Cast blog and check out the season two full trailer plus the release date. And the release date, by the way, will be April 9th for the second season of Outlander. Before we go into the the trailer discussion, I wanted to just let all of you know that this episode of Outlander Cast is brought to you by an anonymous benefactor. Ooh. This person asked us to bring awareness to our favorite charity, and we have chosen the famous Boston charity, the Jimmy Fund. The Jimmy Fund solely supports Boston's Dana-Farber Cancer Institute, which raises funds for adult and pediatric cancer care and research to improve the chances of survival for cancer patients around the world. Since its founding in 1948, the Jimmy Fund has raised millions of dollars through thousands of community fundraising efforts. So please take a look and consider donating at www.jimmyfund.org. Gosh, I just love Bear McCreary's music, but you know what music was inside? This trailer was not Bear McCreary. No, it was not. It was Dear God, mm-hmm. Dear God, <laughs> by Lawless, featuring Sydney Waser. Yeah, I have no idea who they are. I just know that the song effing rocks. It does. It, it just gets stuck in your mind over and over and over. And it's so. good because uh, one of the listeners brought this up, actually, uh, it w- when we commented on the trailer uh, on Facebook. That the song is about questioning your faith in God. Mm-hmm. And, you know, is that something that they're going to be tackling in this new season hmm. of Outlander? Does that does that song help inform what will be happening? And, and you know, based off of what I've seen, uh, Claire's big burden and her big struggle, it makes sense. It makes sense that what am I doing here? Why am I here? What happens when everything I'm doing starts to fall apart. And can you actually consider God in all of those features of your life? Hmm. You know? Very deep. (laughs) All right, so the trailer opens with Claire walking down the hallway in the French library that was featured in the teaser, of course. That's right. She's wearing a gorgeous green dress. (laughs) She is, uh, she's got a pretty serious look on her face. Yeah, and is this look of her face, is this a look of determination? Is it a look of fear? Is it a look of anger? Um, what is this, do you think? I saw a little bit of worry in this face. If that was my face, I'd be like, oh, man, I'm, I'm a little nervous about something. Got something on my mind, for sure. She she definitely has a lot of thoughts going through her head. Mm-hmm. Don't know what, though. But it, of course, now goes, and we see Murtaugh. All dressed up. His he's all looking brushed. so dapper. Seriously. He's so cute. And he's taking some notes with a beautiful quill. Uh-huh. At a nice little desk. And their apartment, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. Which is which means and and by the way, here's the big kicker in all of this. He now knows about Claire's secret. Yes, because it's his voice That's right. doing the voiceover saying you lived throughout all of this time. You you, you know what's gonna happen. <sighs> and that I wouldn't want to bear your burden. Like Okay, so why is now why is Murtaugh now privy to Claire's secret? Because you feel like that's a secret you're going to keep pretty guarded, right? You're going to keep yes. that pretty guarded from people because, you know, like, people are going to think you're nuts, right? Here's my question. Murtaugh, why did you have to write down every single number? I thought about this, okay? Every single date. Why and did I, you have to be like, 1918, <laughs> All I wanted to do. All I wanted to do was just rip. 1920. <laughs> Are you done? <laughs> All the way up to 1945. All I wanted to do was just rip on Murtaugh for this, right? But okay. I, I thought about it and I said, you know, it's probably the only way 
he can get his head yeah wrapped around this whole situation just 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 think about that think think of the simple act of just writing the numbers down right Mm -hmm. and just being like oh my god like you lived through all of this what happened wait wait how did you do that where how are you here like do you think we'll see the act of Claire telling Murtaugh or do you think we'll just have Murtaugh know? Do you think she tells him or does Jamie? Oh, see, I feel like that's something that Claire has to say. Mm-hmm. I, I, Claire has to mention that to, to Murtaugh because- I would agree. That's that's her secret. I mean, as, as much as as much as they are married, Claire and Jamie are married, and as much as they are a team, that's something that Claire has to has to say. In well, my opinion. Claire and Murtaugh had a really good bonding experience in season one with the whole breaking breakout. Is that what you would call it? Breakout rescue mission. Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. So I, you know, they're pretty close, and maybe she's just like, hey. You know, we're, we're Biffles now. So here's my deep dark secret. I, I, hold on, wait. Before we continue, and I and I do want to continue. Um. We didn't do a couple of things. Well, first, we didn't give it a rating. We didn't give it a kilt rating. Oh, oh, the trailer. Yeah. So yes. how many kilts are you going to give the trailer? Oh, my God. Um, uh, I'm going to give it four. Four kilts. Yes. Is this based on the knowledge that you have from the book? Or is this just based on what ideas the trailer is coming at you with? Um, I, as a book reader... I would have liked to see some other people, mm-hmm. but I get that show people wouldn't have had a clue. Mm-hmm. And also to that, I think that they gave away a pretty big spoiler, which I was hoping would have been kept from me. I, I hope that you didn't know that she got to see Frank um, until it actually aired on the show. But but I have an outlandish theory about I this. I know, I know. So We're going to get to that. So that's why I'm giving it four. I really, 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 really like this trailer. I've watched it multiple times. I like the music. I love all the colors. Um, I love all the quotes that they've gotten from everybody. But as a book reader, I want to see a little bit more. Slash, I think they spoiled something for you that I really want. I wanted to see your face. Like you yeah. watched this trailer when I wasn't with you and That's I right. wish I could have seen your face. That's right. And I'm sad that I didn't get to because I was hoping that that moment would have happened on our television screen and I could have sat next to you and you could have been like, what just happened? <laughs> so that's why I'm giving it a four, uh-huh. but I appreciate it. Yep. You ready for me to bake a noodle? Yes. I'm going to give it 4.8 kilts. Just give it five. I can't give it five. What it's is not wrong perfect. with you? It's not perfect. Why isn't it perfect? I'm going to tell you why okay. it's not perfect. First of all, when when the trailer dropped, it was a big surprise and it was great. And I loved watching it. You you are 100% right, my love. The music is fantastic. The Dear God thing uh, on a on a on just a, a, a musical level sounds mm-hmm. great. It's a good song. Uh, it adds a level of tension. It adds a level of desperation. Um, but it also has this meta meaning too. Is what does what does the faith in God actually mean? And do, is is Claire or Jamie questioning their faith in God because of what's happening around them? So it, it speaks to you, the viewer, on multiple levels. Even if you don't have, even if you don't understand that as you're watching it right in the moment. I think it's paced well. I think the action comes when it needs to come. I think you have the small moments when it ne- when the small moments need to come, like when Jamie's saying, "Oh, you know, trust in this, so I will and I do." Yada yada. Um, you know, you have some of the sex scenes, which is nice. It reminds you that there, Outlander is a, sh- a show it's full passionate. of sex. It's passionate. Um, but what it does most is it shows struggle. It shows struggle between Claire and Jamie, because it's easy. To be cool with Jamie and Claire when things are great, in the search when there's when she's searching for him, and then in the wedding and and then everyone everyone's in love and they're all drinking, having a great time. It's easy to be in love at those times, but what happens when things go wrong? And not because of things that are coming at you from the outside, but because things in between you two aren't doing well. Right? It's easy to get behind. It's it's easy to. Uh, support somebody when they're being tortured by Black Jack Randall. It's easy to say, oh my God, this, that sucks. You're my husband. I'm going to save you. I want to, I want to protect you. I want, I want to break you out of prison. You're mine. I love you. You're. I love everything about you. But what happens when something between you, like, what are we doing together? 
why are we here and what are we doing here? When that doesn't jive, it's it's great for the characters, but it's also great for the viewers too. Because not only now have you watched them, you you, the viewer, have now earned Jamie and Claire if you stick with them. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just as though they are earning each other, they are earning the relationship that we all love so much. We, the viewer, are earning that relationship now too. Cool. So that's why I like this. And and that's what this trailer does. It's it's a little bit darker. It's a little bit bleaker. It's a little bit grittier than um, than season than season one uh, on the on the whole. But the one thing, and 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 this is a catch twenty two, because for non book readers, the reveal at the end is like. You know, mind like, blowing. It's like holy crap, right? But it also is holy crap. Like, why are you showing that to me? Why? I I I talked about this earlier on the blog. It reminds me of when Terminator Genesis came out, and they had this trailer for Terminator Genesis that that shows spoiler alert that John Connor was a Terminator, right? Why would you show that? in the trailer that that spoils the entire movie the entire plot line same thing goes for this why would you show that claire got back to frank because that that should be the focus of this season like that should be the big twist like holy f claire is back and what that does is it it creates a lot of questions and it creates a lot of like uh desperation and a lot of excitement for the season but you're like, okay, well, that just minimizes everything I just saw. It 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 it, it totally devalues everything, all the struggle that I saw with Murtaugh and Jamie and the fireworks and France and all, all other. Crap. I disagree. You you disagree? Yeah, I think it it makes you say, how does this all happen? Wait a second, I thought. Yeah, but thought no, we but now the thing. takeaway point isn't Jamie and Claire and in Murtaugh in France in the struggle and and in the in the impending battles. It's Claire's back in, in what whatever it's called in, in in England. What what are we? How? Why? I yeah. I th- I think they're they're all takeaways. I think it's just now monumental. On top of all this, on top of trying to change the course of history. Mm-hmm. So it it angered me a little bit. Okay. It angered me because that that's the big reveal, right? Unless it's not the big reveal which we will get into later on okay. in my Outlanders Theory of the Week. So stay tuned. So 4.8. 4.8 kills for me. I really enjoyed the trailer. As a non-book reader, it got me really excited. And even though the final reveal did anger me, I'm hooked. I'm in. I am all in on this season now. Good. I'm all in because she gets back, and I want to know how she gets back. Mm-hmm. So like I said, it's a catch-22, right? Y- you're going to piss people off like me, but you're also going to excite me at the same time. Yeah. So I, I don't know which one I, I I'm not sure which one to follow, but they both it it, it both works. Well, let's keep talking about the trailer. We've okay, got so a long way back. to go. Yep. All right. The next shot, of course, is this beautiful one of Claire. Oh, I love and this it's shot. It's just her face yep. once again. Very uh, thoughtful or lack of thought. You know, you're looking at and she just kind of has vacant vacant eyes going on. Yeah, almost tears coming out of her eyes like she's completely numb in mm-hmm. a lot of ways, right? Mm-hmm. Uh and it's it the the camera is is spinning in a counterclockwise manner which to me screams time travel. To me it screams uh more clues about time, time time turning backwards clockwise counterclockwise. Uh, really cool stuff there. Yeah, and I I still don't know if the if this is 20th century Claire. If or, this shot in particular. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know if this is 20th century Claire or 18th century Claire. Claire. Mm-hmm. <sighs> My question would be: What drives Claire to be this numb? What drives Claire to be this distraught? Like, it looks like she's in a mental hospital. Yes. And not not I mean not literally, but just her her expression is like completely vacant. Yes. Right? So if if I'm thinking about it, the the two things that would to me would create that kind of vacant look would be Jamie dying or 
losing the baby that she has in uh that 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 she has while she's pregnant in France. I don't think Jamie's going to die. Uh not this early. So it it and the other thing that comes up too is is this because she time traveled or did the time travel mess her up a little bit? I don't know. I'm not sure. But if I'm going to put money on it, if I'm putting money on it, and on the blog I wrote that this was 20th century Claire, potentially, because of the uh, the dress that she's wearing and the bed sheets. Mm-hmm. But if I'm putting money on it, mm-hmm. I bet she loses the baby. I'll tell you this. As a book reader, there are many situations, in my opinion, that could have caused this face for Claire in this upcoming book. Okay. So Claire does not have it easy. Well, the the thing that makes me feel like it could be the baby is because they are they are so like later on in the trailer all they do is show her pregnant belly constantly. So they are letting you know, "Hey, this lady's pregnant." Yes. And she is. she's like super pregnant in France, by mm-hmm. the way. And then later on, as we're going to discover, She's in Scotland, no pregnancy belly, you know? So something happens with this baby. Either the baby is had or she loses the baby. And seeing this vacant expression tells me something bad happened and it could be the baby. That's my guess. Okay. That's my guess. And the next shot, of course, is the money shot, which is, again, Claire holding her belly, the big belly. It's big. And and the nightgown with the rings. Uh, and again, they, they keep they keep showing this to you. Mm-hmm. And since you know that eventually she goes to Scotland, she's not pregnant. She's not pregnant when she's in the twentieth century, as as they're showing it at least. It makes me feel like this pregnancy. Either you have two options. The first option is you you play out the pregnancy in France for a long time, right? Mm-hmm. And you you long play that uh, because they they show the various stages. She shows up in France barely pregnant, right? Yes. Then she comes to France. She's there. By the looks of it, it's at least six months. So, you know, they're there for at least six months when she's pregnant. I love that you have belly knowledge. Now that I've had two kids, I know like, it's, oh, it's, she's it, totally towards her third trimester with that belly. It's pretty pathetic. Um, or the second option they have is a time jump. Within the 18th century, right? So they they what they do is they show Claire she's barely pregnant, and then they have a time jump of like six months or so between one or two episodes, and then oh my god, Claire's like super pregnant, and then we're moving the French storyline along storyline along so we can get to Scotland. That's my idea on how they're going to play it. Because remember, remember this season is also only 13 episodes long. So now they got they have to streamline the story. Yeah, things have to move quickly. Gotta, you got to move it along here. Wish my pregnancy felt that quick. <laughs> <laughs> it lasted forever. Yep. The next shot we see is a battle scene. Looks like Jamie's on a horse riding next to a column of men. It mm-hmm. looks like he's taking some kind of a leadership stance. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it appears it, to be Scotland. It looks to be back like they're back in Scotland. Which, if, if, I'm, gonna, if I'm a betting man... They're either going to battle or coming back from battle of some or some sort of their training, uh, and it's from it's either to or from Culloden. If I'm a betting man, so now the person, of course, possibly stirring this all up is Bonnie Prince Charlie, which makes me think that this is Culloden because now they're showing Bonnie Prince Charlie trying to talk about the strategy of how they're going to unite the clans and and fight the and fight the British Empire, which. Bro, good luck with that. Seriously, because <laughs> we all know how that turns out. And notice, uh, you're not when you when you watch the trailer. Notice that in the background, it's full of oak barrels uh-huh. and in wine bottles and in other kinds of bottles. So it makes me feel like that this is either a brewery of some sort. But since it's France, I'm also going to guess that it is a winery. Hmm. And you also see in the in the foreground here some some curly red hair. Which makes me believe that Jamie has a one-on-one meeting with Bonnie Prince Charlie. And, okay, here's one of the things I'm finding hard to believe. Okay. Jamie and Claire go to France. Yes. Right? And then, 
like who who the hell are Jamie and Claire? They're nobody, right? When they when they leave Scotland, they're mm-hmm. they're ba- they're basically outlaws leaving Scotland. They're going to France and they're saying we're going to change history. We're going to meet Bonnie Prince Charlie. We're going to get into a court. And we're gonna... But how the hell do they do that? Well, you're just going to have to find out. No, I know, but it it just doesn't seem reasonable to me. Well, it becomes it'd be like reasonable. me and you, right? Like back then, right now, or back then, going to going to England and being like, hey, you know what we're going to do? We're going to go meet the king. Do you know and... that game Six Degrees or Seven Degrees from Kevin Bacon? Yes. Okay. If everyone is seven degrees to Kevin Bacon, Jamie has seven degrees to Bonnie Prince Charlie. Okay? okay, so part of me thinks that some of the hookup is the Duke of Sandringham. And if that's the case, then I can see how this could all happen. You'll find out, okay? It's just like Kevin Bacon, okay? <laughs> Bonnie Prince Charlie, everyone has a connection to him. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So now we are back in the Fraser's apartment, yep. and it looks like Bonnie Prince Charlie is drinking a toast. That's right. And Jamie, he don't look too happy about it. Something, something doesn't feel right with Jamie in this in this picture. Um, He's giving him the side eye. Yeah, like, what, bro, what are we doing here? Like, is is this what we're really? Is he drinking about? or is he not drinking to this toast? Do no, he, he does drink because the next shot is is a close up of him okay. take, taking the shot. Did taking the swig of, of of drink, but it it you could see the burden that he's coming through here because he's lying to everybody. His his whole existence right now is mm-hmm. I'm pretending that I'm with Bonnie Prince Charlie, but I'm trying to actually undermine him all at the same time. So it talks about the burden that Claire has, knowing the future, but it's also about Jamie's burden too of. Trying to create his own country, but also undermining the creation of his own country all in the same time. You imagine how that must weigh on him, right? Yeah. I'm just glad I'm not him. I know. No thanks. (laughs) After this, we go back to Jamie and Claire rubbing Claire's pregnant belly. Oh. Oh my gosh, so cute. It is so cute. I don't wish I was pregnant again right now, but she looks so cute. (laughs) God, and she's really far along. She is super far along here. You're talking the way that belly looks, uh, you got at least eight months in that in that in that oven. And it's still beautiful, so they're in France as she is this pregnant. Mm Mm-hmm. The next photo, however. Oh, my favorite shot in the whole trailer as she's walking past the the row of shooters, uh, and she is startled as one of, as one of the muskets fires, and the mm-hmm. smoke billows out of the musket. Jamie is there behind her, and she is clearly upset. She is clearly stirred and shaken, uh, and she is shook up. Something has affected her in a way that um, I'm not gonna say. Uh, would put her in the state that she was in earlier in the trailer. Okay, but s- something is is has gone awry here. Yeah, she is not happy. Not I. I would agree. She is not. <laughs> she, she's pretty upset. <laughs> okay. So, but, but what a beautiful shot, though the way the way that it tracks her her reaction to the shot. Oh my god, my favorite shot in the whole thing. We get a quick shot. Of the Randall family tree. That's right. So this one, of course, um, is a book that Claire was reading back in the 20th century. So what I'm interested to find out is, is this um, forward in time? Is this a flashback? I'm assuming forward because it doesn't have that like blackish blue look that they had so frequently when they would go show us signs of back, you know, like... This is what was happening back in the 20th century. Right. It doesn't have that look. You see these pages very crisp. Yeah, this is a this is a very clear uh picture of this book. And um the 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 top of it shows one Jonathan Wolverton Randall being either mated or married to what appears to be a name of Mary Hawkins. It's it's hard it's to... It's really hard to read. How did you read that? Well, you got to blow it up a little bit. It's hard to read because it's blurry, uh, but it looks like it's Mary Hawkins. And if that's the case, what this implies is that not only did Blackjack Randall potentially have a child with this person, and it, if, you, if, if we could blow it up here, it looks like it's... Uh, Dennis Alexander Randall. So what that, I think that's the name because again, it's kind of hard to read. But what that implies though is that 
Randall has this relationship and people know about it. it is, it's in the Randall family tree. It is a public knowledge thing. And given the time and the date and the culture of England at that, at that given moment, uh-huh. that means Randall had to publicly, publicly acknowledge her, which means they must have had, and they're not going to have a kid out of wedlock, right? Because given the nature of, of England at the time, and it's since they have a very public record of who that woman is. Okay. It must mean that they had some form of formal tie together eventually. Okay. Right? Because um, that's right. That's right. I'm just wondering. I'm wondering. <laughs> I'm just shaking my I know. head. I know you are. Don't I, don't don't worry yourself about this too much, Blake. No, I know, but I I just I, I like the whole I like the whole aspect of it. Like I I you either like seeing that Black Jack Randall has a family tree. I do, okay. I do. I think it's I think it's important to the character. Okay. I think it's I think it's special to what his mental state is either after Claire goes back, because here's the, here's the other question: Did Claire always go back, and did Claire always tell Blackjack Randall that he's going to die? Because obviously he's not dead from the cows running him over. We just I I don't know that, but I'm I know that. So did Blackjack Randall have? some kind of change of heart because Claire told him. You're just going to have to find out. No, that's what I'm saying. So like that that's why this is interesting and that's why I wanted to bring it up. Mm, I, it is interesting. I would agree. So the next shot is Claire sitting down and it's 20th century. She is wearing both of her rings. Correct. Which means that she's wearing the other ring in front of Frank. Whatevs. Well, no, that's not whatevs. That's a big <laughs> effing deal, bro. How is that just whatevs? <laughs> She's still wearing his ring. <laughs> I'm still wearing your ring. It's not like I don't love you, God. Frank is going to be like, "Hey, um, what's that other ring? What's that mean? Where's that from? Is that a friendship ring? <laughs> Did you get that at camp?" <laughs> it's like, hon- be like, "Honey, that ain't gimp, okay? <laughs> that's that's a real ring." What, what do you think's going on in this shot? Okay, well, it, it, the, the way that they edited it was that it looked like she was looking at the Randall family tree. Yes. That's the way that it's edited. I would agree that's the way it looks. Um, w- looking at it, um, if, I'm, if I'm looking at it directly, the, the Randall family tree is on a desk, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it looks like a male hand touching the page. Whereas... When she is looking at this book, it is in her lap, mm-hmm. and it looks like, and obviously she has a female hand. So the way that it's edited looks like it's the Randall family tree, but I don't think that it is. What I think it is, is I think that it is Claire looking back in history books to find any uh, any knowledge or any trace of uh, Jamf. And where is he? Where is he buried can I go see him? What happened to him? So on and so forth. Does he still wear his friendship ring? <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I think is happening. The next shot is Jamie, and he's surrounded by a ton of other people, and looks like he's giving a bit of a speech. Right. And, it's, and again, this is further proof that he is taking a... Um, a stance. A, a leadership role in this environment here. Now you... Pointed out that you can see certain people in this shot. Yeah, you could see you could see Dougal's big bald head. <laughs> it totally stands out. It totally. It's like does. the one guy that did that. It's just it's just this big moonscape it's of like a one, head. One of these things is not like the other. Everyone else beard. has hair or hat. Yeah, and then there's this big peach ball. <laughs> <laughs> so here here's the big question and, and among Dougal you do see Rupert and Angus and Willie and Murtaugh which means too that Murtaugh has left France alive which is good but the big deal behind this is Jamie was in France to stop the rebellion for Bonnie Prince Charlie or at least to alter it to try attempt, because yeah because they talked about changing history or changing the future is such a thing possible mm-hmm so they went there with the intent to change the future. He goes back to Scotland, and now he's in this leadership role. People are gathering around him. Dougal himself is watching Jamie make this speech, whatever it is. I don't know what it is. And you can't tell me 
that Dougal would allow Jamie to be like, yo, dude, dude, we can't finish. We can't follow Bonnie Prince Child. We can't do it. Dougal wouldn't let that happen. This little gathering here with Jamie in the middle, yes. not happening if that's the case. And Jamie himself would not be fighting in what I imagine to be Culloden in this trailer, by the way, if he didn't want to support Bonnie Prince Charles. So what? What actually happens to change Jamie's mind? Why are we now going from trying to change the future to all of a sudden saying, F that bro, I'm gonna fight the I'm gonna fight the English in the Jacobite Rebellion? Bonnie Prince Charlie had GIMP. She made friendship bracelets. <laughs> Jamie was sold. So now Jamie is rallying against the Bonnie Prince and uh, rallying for the Bonnie Prince, and Duel is allowing that to happen. So what is changing his mind? So but you think. I don't. I don't know yet. Or so you think. So I think, but I, just logically, he's in the battle. He's there. So uh, what, he is obviously there for a reason. And what? And what, and what that reason is, I don't know. But I know. It, it makes me feel like. This is really difficult of to have this difficult. discussion You're with the one you. who wanted to do this episode. Okay, so. let's right. just move on. Right, now we see Claire getting off of an airplane. That was great. And this is this is one of the things that I really... And, and they also showed the airplanes flying by as well um, in the sky, in the sound of the airplanes, which which totally threw me as I was watching. I'm like, whoa, whoa airplanes? What, what, when the hell that happened? And this is a quick shot of, of Claire getting off of the airplane going down the stairs and this is what i kind of wish they did done i wish they had just allowed this shot to be and only allude to the 40s right Mm -hmm. because as a viewer as a non-book reader i could have said oh maybe she's having more flashbacks Mm -hmm. oh that's really cool or i could have gone the other route and say wow maybe she goes back but that's for me to decide right then and there the trailer shouldn't tell me that story. The story should show me that story. The show should show me that, not the trailer. So, but again, what's important here in that in this trailer is that Claire is not pregnant. And why is she flying to begin with? Where is she flying to? Or where is she coming from and going to? Now, my question here, my thought was, okay, well, maybe she's going back to Scotland. Maybe she wants, because clearly she's in England when she's with Frank in the 40s. So maybe she's like, well, I'm going to go to Scotland. Problem is that you can drive to Scotland from England wherever she was. It's an easy drive. So it's not cost effective to fly from England to Scotland. Doesn't make sense. So then you say, well, okay, maybe she's going to France because she was in France. She wants to go back. Maybe there are more clues about Jamie. Man, you do a lot of thinking. I know. So maybe there are more clues about Jamie. So I want to go back. I want to find things about Jamie so I can figure out what happened to him. But then I figured, no, that can't be it either because it's just across the channel. You can just take a boat. It'd be more cost effective to take the boat. So then I, so then I said, no, no, she's flying somewhere and she's flying somewhere new. And why is she flying somewhere new? To get away from Frank or to get away from all the crap that she's been through. She's going to America. That is my one of my outlandish theories. That's an early outlandish theory right there. Wow. She's going to America. I don't know why. Maybe it's just a new start. That's my guess. Who knows? <laughs> I, I know, actually. Of course you know. This is, uh, yeah, this is a very difficult thing for me just to keep like shaking my head and being like, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> we get some more scenes of shirtless Jamie. Oh, you're welcome. Yes. And then fireworks. Uh, beautiful fireworks over France, which is fantastic. Uh, we also have uh, Frank coming down the stairs all in a complete tizzy. Uh, like he looks like he's pretty excited or angry or something. Oh, Either way, his his, emo- his emotions are pretty heightened. Uh, and then we have the shot of Claire holding both wedding rings. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this shot is actually in the future. You yes. can tell by the Sweater. awful, the awful, the awful cardigan that she's that wearing. That is not awful. Uh, it's pretty ugly. I love it, and it's, I want to buy it. It's pretty ugly. I'm not gonna lie. You hate all sweaters. You just think that sweaters aren't attractive <laughs> on women. We all can't be in like skimpy clothes. Listen, it's, it's cold. It's cold <laughs> in England. It's a bad sweater. It's not. It's, I think it's adorable. It's it's gross. But you know what? I love the shot. I love the shot. You should thank Anna Forrester for that shot because she was the one who came up with the with the whole two rings idea in the begin with, to begin with. Thank you, Anna. Uh, so, and then we and then we have this other great shot of Jamie again taking more leadership in Scotland, holding up the line of horses. Um, you know, in 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 what appears to be Scotland, 
But here's the thing. We have Murtaugh, again, being safe, uh, b- being alive from, uh, from France. Uh, you also have a little boy. I don't know who that little jabroni is, but he's got to be somebody. And then you have this random dude. But then you also, <laughs> you also have Claire, who's next to Jamie, mm-hmm. and Claire is not pregnant. And she's re- she's I think she's riding side saddle, but there's no way she's riding a horse either way if she's pregnant to the extent pregnant that, girls ride horses uh, to the extent that she was in France. That, that that girl was nine months pregnant. There's no way that thing would pop out. <laughs> she well obviously in this shot she is not. Nine she's not pregnant. pregnant. Okay, so either she had the baby in France or she had the baby early in Scotland. And if they, if they did have the baby, then who is watching the kid right now? There's there's people who watch babies. Yeah. Do you remember when they left Jenny and she had to leave her baby? She left baby him with somebody. Street? Yes. I don't know who they left him with. The maid. Oh my god. Anyway, listen. The most important thing is that Dougal Dougal is in the back, way way in the back, and Jamie is leading the party. So what does that say about Dougal? Is he just some random dude now? I'm, Has he lost his title of war chief? This is so hard. What happens to the brothers Mackenzie? Why is Dougal in the back not leading everybody? That is huge. That's a big freaking deal. All right. Okay. Next <laughs> shot is of Jamie getting into a fight with some random French dude in the in the Fraser's apartment, and then glass breaking, whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, is this uh, is this why they leave France and go back to fight for the Bonnie Prince, or you know, did someone tell them that because Claire is pregnant that she looks fat? Either way, I don't know. Hey. There's a serious can of whoop ass happening on this dude that Jamie is just severely beaten. Yeah, the hell something out of very him. dramatic. Claire's next in his arms. Yes, being whisked away, and and this also lends me to think that something bad happens with the baby, because nothing. Claire's not going to get into a fight with anybody. I don't know. I don't think you know Claire. Well, no, I mean, no. Claire is Claire's a strong character, but she's not going to get into a fight where she has to get whisked off by Jamie. She's looking pretty pasty white, by the way. She ain't, she ain't looking too good in this picture, right? <laughs> what? What are you laughing at? She's looking pretty pasty white. Yeah, she's not looking good. She's, lo- she's, lo- she's losing blood, okay? Let's put it that way. <laughs> oh, my God. Listen, what I'm saying is this. I think that something happens to the baby in France. Okay. And that... And that is what possibly creates such a bad look for her earlier on in the trailer that we said where she looks so vacant. I and thought you said that that looked 20th century. I know, but as I'm thinking about it, and as we're talking about it, I'm starting to reason. I'm starting to reason this out. All right. Okay. You know what I mean? The next shot is a burning ship. That's right. The- oh, well, we'll just leave it at that. It was a burning ship. Okay. Whose ship? I have no idea. And then a beautiful kiss shot from Jamie and Claire. Oh. You know, trust I will. Trust I do. You know, like all that stuff. It's just a beautiful shot. And that's why I wanted to include it. But the big moneymaker, the huge, the huge, huge reason why we are actually here to begin with is the shot between Claire and Frank. Claire is sitting in the bed. Frank saying... I'm so grateful that you're back. He actually seems genuinely happy. Yes. Uh, he seems he's saying it with tears in his eyes. Uh, I think he's genuinely surprised, uh, shocked even that Claire is here, and she looks like something is amiss. She's a little little messed up. Now, is it because she's time traveled again? Is that does that time traveling experience take? A toll on you? A toll on you, possibly. Uh, is Why is she back? Is is she back because that's what uh, the fates and destiny wanted? Did, 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 did the gods course correct and say, whoa, Claire Randall uh, should not be here. She should not be Claire Fraser. She should be Claire Randall, and she should be back in the 40s. Did she actually change something in the 18th century? And that's why her mission was over. And the, the fates decided, you're, okay, your mission's done. Go back. Thank you. You know? Yeah. Um, or did she choose to go back? Why did she choose to go back? Did she choose to go back because Jamie died? Did she choose to go back because clearly in this photo, girl ain't pregnant. Not pregnant. She's, She's holding her arms over her belly. I get it. I totally agree. Not pregnant. At least... If she's if she's pregnant, I I I, I, I can't tell you. I, I couldn't tell you. She she's no way, 
Because you can't go from being nine months pregnant to all of a sudden not being pregnant unless you lose the baby. So no, no chance. Either that or the baby died of some sort. And that's why she decided I have to go back. Or maybe Jamie decides this life here for you in 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 Scotland. Maybe there's too much danger. I'm going to die in Culloden. You're going to die in this battle. You need to go. Some some kind of thing like that. That those are the only reasons why I could think that she goes back to the 40s. There's no way she chooses Frank because she's so in love. Even though I'm Team Frank, I love Frank. There's no way she chooses Frank over Jamie. It's not going to happen. She's already had that choice set in front of her. She already made her choice. She's not going to do it again. Well, you're going to just find out. So here's the thing. It angered me a little bit that this <laughs> that this was here. Okay. It really did. It really did. Why are the we... reveal that Claire is in the future with yeah, Frank? Yeah. Why are we looking you? at? Why are we looking at this? Okay. Why are we getting confirmation of this? If you want to allude to it in the trailer, awesome. Mm-hmm. If you want that story to come out, um, and if you want that to just be, um, part of an assumption on the viewer's behalf, awesome, love it. But don't show it to me quite yet. Well, here's my opinion on that. Of course, to you as a non-book reader, mm-hmm. this is big. This is really big. This is huge. Yes. Um. This might not be the big part of the story, and it's fine that they show this card early. Mm-hmm. Because now what question do you have? How does she get back? So maybe that is the question. Maybe they didn't need this. Maybe, and and who knows? Maybe this will be shown to us early. Well, uh, 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 uh. What? Let's, let's get into my outlandish theory of the week. Okay. Are, are you ready for this? Yes. All right, let's do it. All right, so my outlandish theory of the week is this. Ron Moore is a really smart dude, okay? He this, truly is. This man wrote Star Trek The Next Generation and Deep Space Nine, and he also wrote one of the 10 greatest shows to ever be created in Metal Star Galactica, okay? It, it, the man knows what he's doing. So there is no chance in hell he is going to tip his hand with this kind of reveal early unless he wants you to know that Claire has gone back to the 40s. So why does he want you to know that Claire has gone back to the 40s? Because remember, in our interview with him, (laughs) shameless plug, uh, in our interview with him, he says he writes the show for people who have not read the book. Right? And if that's the case, he wants people like me to know that Claire is going back and, and she's going, and she not only... Did she go back, but she's seeing Frank, and you're seeing it in advance of the show even happening. Mm -hmm. So is it such a huge reveal? Is that the main crux of the story for season two? Probably not. But again, for for season two, for show watchers, that is a huge deal. Yes. Right, okay. My feeling on this is, since he wants you to know, He's going to start the season this way. He's going to start the season with Claire going back to the, to the 40s. Like it's going to be Claire's going to wake up and she's in the 40s. And you're going to be like, "What the hell?" And then uh, uh, Frank is going to walk up, say, "I'm so she's going to say, "I'm I'm back. I'm so grateful. Thank you so much." And then it's going to show you the process from which she came from Scotland, I'm from France to Scotland to England, right? And then the story, story, my guess is probably halfway, the story catches up to where the beginning of the uh, of the premiere is, right? The, the story catches up to Claire waking up in the hospital. And then from there, the story carries forward. And that, to me, says the story isn't about Claire coming back. The story is about Claire going back. It's going back to, to to Scotland, going back to Jamie. How does she get back there? Is she going to America? Is she going to Scotland? Is she going to France? Is she going to all these different places in the 40s to find a way to get back to him? That 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 by by showing immediately that she's come back to the 40s, 
that takes that whole question out completely. It's there. It already exists. You know it. Be ready for it. It shifts the focus from, oh my God, she's back to, how the hell does she get back now? Mm-hmm. It, it makes Jamie important as opposed to Frank. It makes him more of a sympathetic character because she, she's back, but she doesn't even want to be back. <laughs> and you're seeing it the entire time. You know it the entire time. Because if you know this, if you know this in advance, again, it minimizes everything that happens in France and Scotland because you know she's going back to, to, to England no matter what. So that's that's my outlandish theory of the week. And you know what? Ron Moore, Ron Moore has dealt with time travel. Ron Moore has dealt with nonlinear storytelling. And he even did it to you in the wedding. The wedding opened up, and guess what happened? The, the episode opens, they're already married. The wedding happens, the, the, the episode happens, they're already married, and he goes back to show you how it all happened in a nonlinear storytelling fashion. That's exactly what he's going to do for this for this season. That's my outlandish theory of the week. Very interesting. This is a very hard episode for me because I just have to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> well, my love, I think uh, we've gone through the entire trailer. Yes. Uh, do you have any final thoughts about the trailer? Uh, anything else you need to say about it, or any, any way else you want to make fun of me about how you want to make fun about make fun of me about something else I say or how I say it? No, nothing. No. <laughs> let's close up the show alright let's do it well as we close out this show we wanted to remind you that this episode of Outlandicast is brought to you by an anonymous benefactor. They actually, This benefactor actually asked us to bring awareness to our favorite charity, and we've chosen the famous, world-famous Boston charity, the Jimmy Fund. And the Jimmy Fund actually solely supports Boston's Dana-Farber Cancer Institute, raising funds for adult and pediatric cancer care and research to improve the chances of survival for cancer patients around the world. Since its founding in 1948, the Jimmy Fund has raised millions of dollars through thousands of community fundraising events. So please, please, please take a look and consider our favorite charity, the Jimmy Fund, and uh, consider donating to them at www.jimmyfund, that's J-I-M-M-Y-F-U-N-D dot org. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Outlander Cast. You can visit all previous episodes, find our social media channels, find our blog, contact us via email. I mean, do everything you want. Wait, let me say it. Let me say it. Hold oh, on. Yes. Outlandercast at gmail.com. Our website, of course, is outlandercast.com. You can find everything there. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Loved talking about this trailer, or me not actually talking about it at all, because I would give everything away. <laughs> Nonetheless, no, no, you we, helped out. You did. I, tr- I tried to guide. Um, I appreciate it. We have a few it. more episodes coming up before season two starts, so hold on tight. Just keep your eyes on outlandercast.com for more information. Until then, I'm Mary. My name's Blake. And you've been listening to Outlandercast. <laughs>